I'm Joe Normal, and you're watching Guitar Tales with Dave Cohen and Scott Guitarmasis Engel. Have a rockin' day. Guitarmacist bumper. I don't know if we technically, I don't know if it's legally a bumper, uh, but I love that. I love when Scott does his recordings down in his cool studio in his house and gives them all to us. Uh, you just did one the other day that was fantastic. Uh, you you really got a nice sound out of your guitar. But enough about Scott for the moment because we'll see him in a second. This is our our Super Bowl show. Someone who will not be there this year, who hasn't been there in a long time and won't be there for a long time, no doubt, um, as will the folks on Scott's shirt. Uh, but before we jump into our Super Bowl show, let's thank, as we always do, Mischief Studios over in Pennington, New Jersey, our great friend Charles Larita. Go there if you want your guitar fixed, if you want to record your guitar, or if you want to improve your game and start taking some lessons. Everything you need at Mischief Studios. And Scott, swipe on in if you could. I'm swiping. Oh, no, we... I'm swiping. I was, <laughs> pushing, I was pushing buttons to make the show per- look professional. You were, <laughs> you, were very, you were a bad swiper. I got, I got my lighted guitar today, which is I, very Super Bowlish. You know, very showy, and you know that's that's part of what a Super Bowl halftime show is all about. It is. I'm wearing my Joe Namath Jet jersey. Yeah. That is cool. So let me ask you this. Of the two teams we have on, which one is worse? Uh, well, the Jets have historically been shitty. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, uh, what you know about, by the way, before we begin, uh, what I don't know about sports and football can fit into a thimble. I, I, I know a lot about music, but yeah. not a whole hell of a lot about sports. The yeah. reason I became a Jet fan is because back when I was a kid, Joe Namath was on TV every two seconds. Yep. He was on talk shows. He was on Mike Douglas' show. He was doing Noxema commercials. Uh, he was on the Brady Mike who? And I'm like, that guy's wearing a fur coat. I, I want to root for that guy's team. Yeah. And the next thing I know, I got a Jets jacket, and it's been hell ever since. That's very nice. Uh, uh, did you hear me? I said, Mike who? Who's Mike Douglas? <laughs> <laughs> Mike Douglas. He's legendary. How dare you? Yeah, he is. So um, we're going to have fun because – I have in front of me, Scott sent me this cool email right here. It's very long. And and this is a cool compendium. Here, here we go. Here's maybe one of the most iconic. Um, wow, super- you printed everything. Well, we got all those pictures on the, in the system yeah. here to put them up nice yeah. and close. But the, the list is really cool. And, and I'll, I'm going to let Scott take over. But, you know, one thing that, that a lot of folks don't think about is, is the history of the halftime show. And that's what we're here to chat about. And Scott's little list starts in 1967, and I think you you correct me if I'm wrong. What year is it that the two leagues actually started doing a Super Bowl? Is that 67? That's, that's, that's a sports question. Ask me when the Fender Strat came out. That's right, because <laughs> I, I know that when Joe Namath in '69 was in it, that was one of the first years when you had AFC right. versus NFC. Yeah, but there was a time when that didn't exist. You know, that, when that um, is correct. Yeah, yeah. 
But the yeah, list we're, is we're also we're also going to since there's so many you know Super Bowl yeah. halftime shows and a lot of them are terrible. Um, yeah, our job tonight is not really to critique each show. Right, uh, we may talk a little bit about some of the hokier ones and some of the better ones. But I, uh, I'm thinking we concentrate since we're a guitar oriented show, concentrate on some of the gear and some of the guitars that were being used for those shows. Yep. Um, you know, watching a Super Bowl halftime show with me is kind of weird. Everybody's like, "Wow." They're lip syncing. Wow, those dancers are really great. I'm like, wow, look at that strat. <laughs> that's right. I know. <laughs> that's what I'm all about. But wow, I'm, look I'm, at that bass. But I want to know if they're really playing. And and a lot of the times when I watch, I'm trying to figure out, you know, if they're really playing because sometimes they could guitar sync the way you might lip sync. Yeah. And I I have trouble telling right. sometimes. Yeah, I think you'll find that uh, the more pop music you are the more of a chance that you're going to be yes. thinking because you're dancing around like crazy with sharks and stuff with uh, people in shark costumes. I know. And uh, you're out of breath. You can't sing the song when you're it, out of breath. And, de- and depending upon where the Super Bowl is, the weather, I mean, you played a giant stadium when it was like one degree outside. Yeah. And that's, that's not easy. It was literally 37 degrees. Maybe I'll put a picture yeah. up of that. It was so cold. Yeah. Um, we were, we were living on, Bud Lights and there was no heater on stage. It was freezing. I was playing with yeah. gloves on. Anyway, that was Bud Light. Thing. I said. <laughs> I hold that thing. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to scroll the Super Bowl years here per decade. So this is the '60s, and it should come up here. So you can see primarily all these Super Bowl halftime shows right. are marching are marching bands. Nearly all of them are marching. In fact, right. all, all of them are marching bands. They are. And, and, you know, I was saying to you before the show, and the running joke, of course, is when we chat, it's a show. But we, we have to give them a pass because that was Americana, right. right? And until someone thought, wow, we could really monetize halftime, it was sort of a throwaway, you know, so if someone was a real football fan, that gives them anywhere from 10 to 20 minutes to walk away from, now it's a little longer, right. walk away from their television and do what they have to do. Um, so the, these really boring looking halftime shows are okay because you think about if you watch a high school football game for your kids, mm-hmm. halftime isn't interesting. Even in college, it's really not interesting. Not unless juniors on the drum set or something or, you know, right, exactly. different. So the sixties were kind of like, you know, sleep city. You're not going to see any, uh, really cool Stratocasters on, in the sixties. No. As, as far as the halftime show goes. Right, right, right. If you want to see cool instruments from the 60s, you got to check out the Woodstock show. You'll see a lot of old vintage instruments on that thing. So then we move into the 70s. Now, now you're going to see some names. There's Carol Channing from Broadway, right? Al Hurt, the right. famous uh, uh, New Orleans musician. Lionel Doc Hansen. Severinsen. Doc, yeah, Doc Severinsen. Musician. But again, yeah. primarily marching band type things. And then they brought uh, wait, in a couple of Hold on. Stars. Before we lose it, Anita Bryant. Yeah. Um, orange juice is not just for breakfast anymore. <laughs> yeah. She ran into trouble somewhere along the line. I forgot. Oh, she why. did. She was horrible. She she um she was she had very socially backwards thinking. And I'm ah. very comfortable saying that. I'm okay. no fan. Okay. I don't think she's with us anymore, but yeah, yeah probably not. <laughs> um University of Texas marching band, Grandly State Marching Band, you know. But then every once in a while, and then we had the bicentennial. Right, they did this little hokey up with people thing. I watched that. That that's un- almost unwatchable. Uh, right, very hokey, but very safe. And then, but no one's thinking about 
what it, you know, selling commercials for no, three million dollars a second. Not at all. And then right. at some point, Disney got involved and started producing the shows, and they got even hokier. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, they brought out some of the Disney characters, and they were basically just doing a gigantic commercial for Disney. And they realized in the 1970s, uh, Epcot wasn't built yet. So no. They, so they would they would take the opportunity, especially if it was in L.A. Um, you see the 1977 Los Angeles Unified School Districts All City Band. Who can I would love to see them. I and would then, love to see that Disney, show. And the Disney performers. So you know, it'd be a great kitsch thing to do to get like a T-shirt, like a, one of those um, vintage T-shirts that has the 1977 All Star High School Band, and walk around <laughs> like you're wearing a Woodstock shirt. <laughs> Sure, why not? Yeah, I peaked in 1977 in, in school band. I didn't. I wasn't in the school band in, in high school. That's a whole other story. I, I did for about a minute. I actually was playing the timpanis. Uh, fun fact. I was, but I quit drumming then, and I was considered to be one of the top drummers in middle school. When I and they were really waiting for me to get to high school, and they couldn't wait for me to get to high school. They were even grooming me over the summer to play snare and bass and stuff. When they found out I couldn't read music very well. Uh, it went very badly. <laughs> it was all over. <laughs> they stuck me on a bass drum. I'm like, I'm not carrying this stupid thing around. I don't even want to be in the marching band. Well, you have to be in the marching band, otherwise you can't be in the other bands. And then I give them the old, I quit. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> <laughs> Which you'll see in one of our other shows. Um, yeah. From the Oneaters. Or I think you could. I think I. It was the uh, Oneaters. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. I, I think you could probably do a graphic. We could have we could have that graphic <laughs> twice. Yeah, why not? In post. In post. All right, here we go. The big eighties. Yes. Again. Up with Still people. not interesting. So they're doing this up with people thing again. It's very hokey. Every year they have the up with people. It gets bigger and bigger, but it's still sort of a yeah, I'm looking at grandized Macy's Day Parade type of vibe, you know. Right, right, right. That's a good analogy. Yeah. A lot of this kind of stuff. Wait, wait, hold on. How was that? Okay. Thanks. Just wanted yeah, to make sure. Listen, I could have been a musketeer. My ears were too small. Yeah. Um, uh, Air Force Band. Uh, let's see. Again, with the upward people thing. They went with the upward people thing year after year after year. They dragged in uh, George Burns and Mickey Rooney at one point. And, th- and this is the 80s, so nobody knew who the hell they were. There was just a couple of old guys to most people. Yeah. And they had like their first famous person, Chubby Checker. That's a big deal. Yeah. An entire career out of one song. And yeah. the Rock And the Rock Cats. And something absolutely horrible, but must be watched. The magician called Elvis Presto. This guy. So that was a real thing. Elvis was dancing around on the field and doing magic tricks with the boxes and the girls and spinning things around and stuff and right, singing. Right, right, right. And lip syncing and, and not actually talking and just lip syncing. Hi, everybody. How are you? Jojo. <laughs> and he was dressed as Elvis. And it, it, it's a horror show. That That's very, very funny. You should check that one out. Again, still no no big big no. big stars and no great instruments to talk about yet. So now finally, this is when they discovered how to make money. <laughs> right, right. The nineteen nineties. Now you'll see they kind of creep in in nineteen ninety. They got a couple of guys here that you'd you know probably see on the Tonight Show. Pete Fountain. He's a he's another New Orleans uh, clarinet guy. Then they right. brought in new kids on the block. Disney they were very, very, very big. Yeah, that's people just... went nuts. Glorious, then they had this, like ice skating thing. Right, Gloria Stefan. That was a horror show. Then, of course, Michael <clears throat> Jackson finally came on the scene and and blew everybody away. 
Yeah. On the Michael Jackson thing, they did like a whole country thing. So if you're not in a country, that was kind of a wash. Right, right, right. Um, they Miami nine, Sound Machine. They put they, Diana they, Ross in 1996 in, in the stadium on a helicopter, very dangerous. In 97, they did a whole blues thing with the Blues Brothers. Uh, of course, John Belushi was already gone by then, so James Belushi took over for his brother. Okay. And James Brown is easy top. Now we're talking about some we're cool We're getting guitars. big now. Yeah. Now we're talking about some cool guitars. Um, uh, Motown stuff. Queen Latifah. Uh, Fun fact. They um, brought Gloria Estefan back for, with yeah. Stevie Wonder to finally... Have her do a better job. Yeah, fun fact. Um, GT guest Todd Yasui produced the Queen Latifah show for a while. Oh, really? Yes, he did. How's that? So there so you here's go. A, I think this is a shot of ZZ Top, I hope. Let's see. There you go. So yep. we, got a, we got a Fender bass there. It looks like a very old Fender bass, actually. That's it looks short for a P bass, but it has to be, right? No, it looks like it's based on the telecaster style body which would make it a base yeah. probably from the 50s yeah because that's that is not a long neck there and Billy's playing, obviously playing some old ass gibson les paul there yeah probably also yeah. from the 1950s and, and it's so funny to watch zz top surrounded by sequined dancers and <laughs> and that's that's the true cheesiness of the of the halftime show yeah you know and i can't wait till we get to 2010 my favorite band because it, it just the whole notion of that which is rock is really inconsistent with that which is football, in my opinion. Right. You know, uh, there there are certain rock bands who are sort of they portend to be macho, the kid rocks of the world. Right. You know, he you know you know he 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 acts macho, but you know the British invasion vo- folks. You know, Mick Jagger is ninety pounds, you know, soaking wet. Yeah. You know, and so the mix slinking around the stage is sort of, in my view, inconsistent with sort of the machismo of a football game, and yet we all love the Stones. Absolutely. I, absolutely. So, so as you can see now, they're having some success and they're making some money. There, there, there's some names here that people recognize, right? And yeah. And they're turning in for. Um, you know, the Blues Brothers thing, that may seem a little out of place, but there was the, the movie The Blues Brothers 2000 came out that year. Yeah. And again, they were trying to promote that film and it was it really tanked. Um, and then we have uh, the 2000s. And we start off the 2000s with uh, Phil Collins, Christina Aguilera, Enrique Iglesias. Yeah, these are big names now. now yeah. Big, big names here. Aerosmith, uh, Britney Spears, Mary J. Blige. Now you can see now the U2 came in at 20. Uh, 2002 and did sort of a tribute to 9-11 that was great shania twain no doubt staying janet jackson and the famous nipplegate yeah, i didn't call right. it that that's what the media called it it is uh, and that, that, by the way there's no way that wasn't planned paul mccartney rolling stones prince of course we'll get to that look at you just walking by my comment there you're just like <laughs> i'm reading the, i'm reading the ticker yeah <laughs> Tom Petty, bruce bruce and east street band 2010 your boys the who yeah, so the Who. Yeah, I don't think you know. I liked their performance a lot, but I don't think it's consistent with sort of the football vibe. I don't think you know. I think there are bands, the pop bands. I think are more consistent. I think country is consistent with the football vibe. Yeah, um, Bruce sort of is. Right. You know, Bruce Springsteen. Um, Lenny Kravitz kind of is. He's a you know mm-hmm. kind of a machoy guy. But like, I don't think U two is. U two is a very flowery band, mm. 
And, and I, they they're... did do a nice job of, of saluting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nine uh, eleven tragedy when they I know on and uh, uh, they had all the names behind them on on a on a big banner. You know? Yeah. It was really, really and very emotional. and I guess you're right. So you're right. So in a situation like that, you know, if you put you two on now. I, I I don't find it consistent. I just yeah. you know you, you know I just I just flew out to Vegas. They're one of my favorite bands. I saw them in Vegas a month ago. Um, but yeah, for a nine eleven tribute, they'd be perfect. So for after, a regular year, I don't think they would be. After the Jan- two thousand four Janet Jackson, see everything was going great and they were making yes. money. <laughs> yep. Until twenty oh four when Janet Jackson and Timberlake had that wardrobe malfunction which if you watch it over it's that's it's completely it's planned the clothing was planned already. totally totally planned anyway yeah they i had, think i every, think cbs got in a lot of trouble they got a lot of trouble they backpedaled they apologized you know middle middle america was like losing their minds losing their minds they're like and so the people that run this shindig they're like that's it everybody out of the pool and when you were yeah <laughs> so, you're right they went safe. They went with Paul McCartney. Right. And, right. An ex Beatle. Right? Right after that big to do, they said, Who can we get who's safe? Yep. If people know the songs and he's famous. I know, Paul McCartney. Yep. That's yep. how they ended up. So from Paul McCartney, uh, and through the Rolling Stones and Prince and Tom Petty, you could see we're kind of going on a classic rock thing here. Yep. For the yep. next few years. That's because they consider classic rock to be uh, a safer choice. Well, you know, by then we're, they're already pretty old. Most of the classic rock yeah. folks. Look at this. I'm turning the page to get a. <laughs> I'm up to 2012 on the list. So let, let, while we're, we're talking about, let's look at some guitars. So we have uh, here's Tom Petty and his guitar for that show, which looks like a powder. It's a telly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, now, can you see it? Does I think it says Fender as opposed to some other company doing a fender-ish yep. guitar and he's got a capo he does have a capo probably means he's doing um free falling yeah if you if probably um and he's not barring that chord because if you look at the curve of his uh pointer finger yeah now he's playing a chord he's just in a different key right, here's, but not here's, a bar chord yeah or paul playing his famous hoffner bass i love that his, his lefty, lefty bass i know um you might recognize these guys. Now, the Stones didn't do costume changes, but they definitely did guitar changes. Ronnie Wood's playing this, like... That's a good-looking guitar. ...chrome-looking stratty thing, and it's it has Woody Woodpecker on the neck. It says Woody. Oh, I love that. You know, he's Ron Wood. So that's kind of, that's probably some cool-ass custom. By the way, I, I, I like Ron Wood and Keith, or I like Ron and Keith. I like Ron better. Do you? Yeah, a lot better. I love what he did with the faces, and Keith as a player, is as a performer. Because I mean, as a player, he's pretty cool. Look at him. <laughs> yeah, Keith, Keith is Keith is cooler than Ron. So, but when I listen to the their sound, and there there's something about Ron's playing that that I've always really loved, and, and I'm a big fan of the faces. And I always forget if the faces are the same as the small faces or if there's overlap. Ronnie Lane was in the small faces, I think. I think so, yeah. But um, And then Rod led the faces. And the Who's Kenny Jones was in them, too. But but Ron was, you know, until Rod stole him. And, and you know, there's no hard feelings, you know. Or the Stones stole um, Ron Wood from Rod Stewart. 
And Rod has no hard feelings. I've heard him in interviews because they're, yeah. they're so huge. But I think his playing, I like his playing more than Keith's, and it's I love a, them both. It's a, it's a, it's, they really play well together. They I do. Mean, you know, it's just really great. And Keith plays with five strings usually, <laughs> which, yeah. which is crazy. So there's Keith. He's playing yeah. a, uh, I looked this up, that that is a 1959 Gibson. Is ES? Uh, is it an ES? It's, it's an ES. It's a 355. Oh, it's not a 350. With a Bigsby tremolo. That's gorgeous. Which he probably wouldn't dare touch if throw the whole thing out of out of tune. Yeah, well, it's you know when that's, we had that's a really really expensive rare guitar. Well, you know when we had vintage guitars on, I'm still waiting for them. Uh, right now, the only ES 350 ish guitar they have is on the other side of the pond because ah. he was because Rick Taylor was trying to get me one. That, that light blue one. Yes, oh, that's it's beautiful. gorgeous. It's that's gorgeous. Beautiful. But I've always wanted an ES styled guitar, and you can get a nice Epiphone version of it. But I got to say, I would I would take a Gibson or a, a vintage over even an ES from what he was telling us about those guitars. So from 2010, here's the Who. Uh, Pete's playing a maple neck Fender there. Uh, kind of basic. I don't think it's early. I think it's just sort of a newer yeah. Fender from that year. Yeah, it looks kind of – it's interesting. He was. I was thrilled that he was still windmilling. And Zach Stark yeah. on the drums. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that era. Yeah. Really cool. You got, if you look at the video, he's playing these symbols. They look like the who uh, target. Oh, I love that. Blue and the white and the red. And they performed well. I remember, I I, I remember where I was. I was at my neighbor's house for that concert. And everybody made the the fun of uh, Pete's belly. Oh, was it sticking out? I forget. Mm Mm-hmm. That I I don't remember. In the shot, it's kind of showing its real ugly head. (laughs) Yeah. Um, he's bitter this these days. He's very bitter. <laughs> Every interview I hear, we were better than Led Zeppelin. Really? <laughs> I mean, I love them both, but really, Jersey guys, Bruce, yes, and Van Zant. They were fabulous. He's of course playing his telly. Yeah, and he's beating like up old telly. A, uh, an early or an older Les Paul, player. right? Les Paul, yeah, yeah. Um, maybe it's a good time to tell my. Steve Van Zandt Sopranos story because you know the oh, Sopranos yeah. are sub- celebrating their what twenty twenty fifth right anniversary yeah. yeah so the very first Sunday that show is on Tico Torres the drummer from Bon Jovi's a friend of the family was over for like uh, dinner or something on Sunday and we're standing on the porch chit jabbing with my father and everybody and he goes oh crap what time is it I go oh blah, blah. oh um my friend Stevie Van Zandt's going to be on this show on HBO called The Sopranos. I'm like, oh wow, all right, yeah, we have HBO. Let's let's go inside. I I go, what's it about? Is it like a modern day Partridge Family kind of thing? The <laughs> and like, he goes, no, it's about like New Jersey mobsters and stuff. And I go, and it's called The Sopranos. That does it is it is it? A oh, comedy? you're thinking the musical? Yeah, is it a yeah. comedy? <laughs> and wait, what does he do? He plays. You call like, it a comedy one more time. I'll whack you. <laughs> he plays. He plays like uh, a, a mob guy. I'm like. Oh, hmm. I'm and thinking he was of, fabulous that in that show. Can't possibly be. He, there's no way he can act too, right? Can he be that talented? Yeah. Yeah. Well, of course, history shows. The minute I tuned in, I was blown away what Steve yeah. was up to with the hair and the attitude and the. Th- I mean, yeah, home run, home run. Yeah. So sorry, Stevie. I doubted you, uh, <laughs> but it's kind of funny that I thought The Sopranos was a comedy on HBO. It is like a traveling family of musicians or something um so then uh who else do we have here um 
uh, 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 stalling here. So right, I'll, I'll tell some jokes and entertain the crowd while you're doing that. I think I showed this one already. Yeah. That's another picture of the stones. And now yeah. he's, playing, he's it's a closer shot of that Woody guitar. Yeah, that's a good looking. They're both good looking guitars. And it's like, it's all silver. That big speed is gorgeous on that. Yeah. Uh, Aerosmith. So Joe is playing this big ass. I had, I, I had to find out what that was. Yeah, what it's, is that? It's a really great. Is it a guild? No, it's a Gretsch. It's a Gretsch White Falcon. Oh, I, did you notice I said that right before the picture came up? Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. showing you're showing your your knowledge of guitars. Very. Good. That's a gorgeous guitar. Um, moving to a little bit more modern. I wish right. I knew who this guy was. I did look it up. I'm I'm so sorry. He was out there with Eminem, I think. Oh, okay. And uh, that's one that's, of those TRSs. Oh, that's really the pretty. TRS Strat. I, I love when you get the three-on-three three strats because it looks kind of weird, but it looks kind of cool at the same time. Yeah. You know? Uh, uh, but, and that guitar pulls it off. It, it's almost like it's the same headstock as my old Westbury that I had a million years ago. Yeah, instead of having all the tuners on one side, it's like three-and-three. Three. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's Lenny. No surprise there. He's just playing a straight-up black um, Yeah. Gibson. I don't know what year that is. Probably 1970-something. He's, he's got that guy has such a sense of style. Everything he does, he does perfectly. Now I got to look at the. Uh, he was on with Katy Perry and Missy Elliott that year, and for whatever reason, he just got outshined by the by the ladies that night for some reason. Yeah, he had sort of a forgettable performance, which is unfortunate because he's a really really talented feller. Yeah, he is. Um, then we have uh, the guy who took his shirt off, <laughs> Adam Levine. I really, really love, love, love this this relic Stratocaster. It's yeah. got a Rose, which is my thing. Yeah, uh, it's all beat up looking, which is my thing. Now, uh, is that beat up looking or is it beat up? What do you think? Oh no, no, that was that was totally artificially relic. There's no way Adam Levine did enough road years to put that. Yeah, on. you know what? And and Adam Levine is such a fake guy, and he's a bad he's very guy. Vaughn did, but not him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll say on our show, he's a piece of shit. Ouch! <laughs> no, he's he's a bad guy. He's got good taste in guitars, though. Look at the he look does, at the uh, Ibanez gem he's got yeah. here. He he has great taste in guitars, but he's a bad guy. He's a very bad guy. <laughs> he's a and very, I'm very comfortable guy. saying that. That's a that's a beauty. That's one of Steve I's uh, yeah. creations. That's that, a gorgeous that, guitar, that neon pink. Yeah. And I think I think that is uh, an actual neon pink uh, guitar, not not a reproduction. Yeah, that's beautiful. Um, Finally, we have uh, Prince, right? Prince. Yeah, and, and uh, Prince. Everybody remembers the Prince guitar, but he also had the, this famous. Oh, telly that is a, that that telly is gorgeous. That looks like an old telly. Look how narrow the headstock is there. Yeah, with the leopard skin uh, yeah. art on there and everything. Yeah, and and we you know we've had a lot of people on our show talk about him. You know, growing up, um, I mean he he wasn't that much older than us. Um, yeah, but. I never really understood him as a guitar player. I thought of him as sort of a pop performer, and he was good. He was really good. Mm -hmm. um, but his playing and then Purple Rain, I mean, I think if you talk about the very best Super Bowl performance, whether you rate him number one or not, he's always in the conversation. Yeah, we could do 30 minutes on that show alone. It uh, was so unbelievable. I watched it again. Okay. A couple of takeaways. The guitar okay. was way, way louder than the band. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, sure he wanted that. Unbelievably louder. Like, yeah. 
excruciatingly louder. Like I don't know, I couldn't even hear the drums. That's how loud it right. was. That, I don't remember that part. That's and interesting. That, and I was told that's the only. That it only came over that way over over the broadcast on TV you know, in the stadium. Right, it was, right. It was, it was properly mixed. Oh, that's interesting. Um, and, and it rained for the. I mean, it rained as he's playing. It rained all day. In fact, the uh, production manager called Prince that morning. Goes, you know, it's it's uh, still raining, man. I'm sorry. He goes, we're doing it. I don't care if it's raining. Um, but to dance around yeah. the girl they had dancing with him on high heels with a slippery I know stage I mean it, it could have been catastrophic and it ended up being one of the greatest shows ever yeah so I mean then he, he busted out this thing I remember that one yeah that, that, that crazy thing it was pouring rain he's doing purple rain I mean it was just like everything came together it really did I mean that yeah the universe all the stars aligned for that performance and it I mean I could you know I could hear it right now I yeah. could see it in my head. I could just envision it. He did get in trouble again with Middle America, you know, rearing her ugly head again. Right. They put this like um, a sheet or something. In front I remember of him. that. Yep. So that his image was uh, his his uh, shadow image was being shot onto the screen. Like so he was silhouetted, basically, right? And if you just use your imagination and you have a silhouette and you have that giant thing hanging off your guitar, what it what you know kind of looks like something. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think that was an accident. Cause no, I'm sure not. You know anything about yeah. Prince? Middle uh, America needs to have a Bud Light. They'll yeah, be okay. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> very upset about uh, his wiener guitar. Yeah. 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 So, uh, and so this year we have Usher, who's a great performer. Maybe we'll see. Some, yep. Uh, oh, he's great. I, I actually, oh, I forgot. I saw him. Um, one of the times when I went to see, uh, Todd, when he produced a tonight show, mm. I saw Usher live on the tonight show. I forgot about that. Oh, really? Yeah. And he was fabulous. Absolutely fabulous. His, uh, his second appearance, he was, uh, I saw him on our list. Yeah. Yeah. To 2011, he was on with yeah. the black eyed peas, but he, I remember and, and slash, I didn't have a picture of slash in his guitar, but everyone yeah. knows what his guitar looks like. Right. Yeah. I saw him in the small studio for the tonight show, which is a nice intimate venue. He was great. He was really great. Very talented. Uh, really sweet on the interview. Like a really nice, humble guy. I so remember that. I'm just going to check our post from this afternoon. Well, the late, the last minute post. Right, right. Overwhelmingly, it's Prince, 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 Prince. Everyone thinks that. Yeah. Best and, performance, and, best guitar, best everything. Yeah. You know, so that that's it. So, I mean, that's the bar. That's the, that bar, the bar that every performer has to break. Now, yeah. I think next year they should get a marching band and try to, you know, place. I think they should too. In the rain or something. You know what they could do? I'll see if I can line this up. If, if you've seen, uh, I love them on YouTube. There is that band. I think it's the thousand musicians playing at once. Yeah. You know, (laughs) that would be fun if they got those folks to do it. Exactly. Hey Scott, how do we subscribe to uh, guitar tales? Well, um, we made it easy for you. Just uh, take your phone. If you're, if you're sitting at home, with your phone or watching us yeah. on the phone, you just uh, scan that QR code with your with your camera, right. and it will take you right to the uh, to the channel. That's fabulous. Once you're there, you hit subscribe, hit the notifications bell because this season is heating up. I can't even. I'm so we can't say about yeah, we, yes. who's coming on, but we got some really really great uh, yeah guests yeah. coming on. We 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 um, we're in talks to have someone on. 
where five or six or seven generations, maybe not seven, six generations of people will know this guest and will yeah. be excited that we have him or her on. Yes. So we're very excited about that. And we're, and we're grateful for the friends of the show who are helping make it happen. So we're, we're excited about yeah, that. Yeah, we, we will definitely be gushing and, and thanking you. We can't say anything right now. Uh, we also have a new sponsor in the works. You guys are going to love that. I know. Um, we went by that person's shop last night together. We did. So it should um, be good. All the shows are still streaming every Thursday, the the catalog, until we, we're sort of caught up. And then maybe we'll just you know, stream the most recent show every Thursday. Yeah. Or every, or, or every other Thursday, whenever we do. We are, we're almost we caught had, up. Uh, three Irons in the Fire with big guests and a couple of intermezzo shows, as we call them. We They're do. We 30 do. minutes apiece. And that's pretty much where we are right now. At we're at the mark. We are, we are. And I guess this is a good time for us both to sign up. Say goodnight, Gracie. Goodnight, Gracie. <laughs> this is going to air prior to the Super Bowl so that you can uh, comment, share, like. Yeah, that's right. And uh, we'll see how Usher does. That's right. I predict he'll do great. I, we'll have, so. I thought Me too. <laughs> well, have a good night, everyone. Yes, and we'll see you soon. All right, take care. Bye-bye. It's Phil X, and you're watching Guitar Tales with Dave Cohen and Guitar Tales, Guitar Tales. Like, what else do you need, right? Guitar. We're geeks, nerds, gear, inspirations, positive vibes. Look out.